Okay, so here's episode two. Um, I kind of debated about going kind of like in a chronological order of things. Um, I guess I really kind of after last week decided to start going um, kind of by topic. So um, this episode is all about kind of my coming out journey, I guess. Um, So it is now uh, September 13th. 2021 and um i came out for the first time about a year and a half ago so um as i said in the last episode i did grow up in a christian household um went to church a lot went to bible college um Obviously, um, my religion is kind of important, um, and that's definitely something we can dive into later. Um, we'll touch on it a little bit, um, today, but, um, yeah, the reason I finally decided to come out is that I actually met someone, um, we're going to talk about him later, um, but... Things were serious, and I had never intended for that to happen. Um, had that not happened, I never would have planned to come out at all. Um, I was a loner, as I kind of talked about in the last episode. Um, I lived alone ever since my one semester in college. Um, I've been alone, and you know, I could easily kind of hide who I was at work. Um, with my close friends, um, I really tried to not let on, um, about me being gay, of course, and I was able to do that successfully, um, but like I said, the turning point was that I finally met someone and things were getting serious, and I was like, well, you know, now we're never kind of thing, so I finally decided to come out to a few close friends um, on December 31st, uh, 2019. I went to lunch with some friends um, and kind of broke the news to them. I had started seeing a counselor back in maybe September of 2019. Um, Just kind of talk through, work through this. Um, Get some support. And then, you know... I was in a relationship at that point, first time ever, really. Um, I was just processing through that, working on my other issues, um, and then, you know, worked at the point where I was going to come out. Um, so I started with two work friends who I'm really close to. Um, we went to lunch, and we were just talking, and towards the end of the meal, I kind of just dropped the bombshell on them. Um, and they were definitely surprised. Um, they were um, kind of just shocked um, at first. Obviously, they were very happy for me when I told them I was seeing someone and we were serious. Um, very supportive. They just had to kind of process it a little bit. Just like I said, they were really just caught off guard. Um so I told them together we finished lunch. And then I was driving home um, 
for the night, hanging out with some friends from home, some church friends, um, on New Year's Eve. So, one of my friends I told at lunch called me, and we pretty much talked the whole hour or so that I was in the car. Um, just her processing through all that. Um, I didn't tell anybody else for a couple weeks. Um, I told another couple really close work friends, um, kind of different times. Um, so at that point, four people knew. Um, and I was trying to figure out what to do about my family. So, um, my sister was not close by. So telling her in person was an option. So I kind of planned to do like a FaceTime call with her. Um, and so right before um, Easter, so I guess it was kind of like early March, I guess. No, no, it was after March. So it was like April. Um, did a FaceTime call with my sister, kind of just talked to her a little bit and just kind of brought it up. Um she was actually the only person that I've told um, that was not surprised. Um, she'd kind of thought it for a while um, and wasn't really sure what to do. found out that she had talked to two of her really close friends, um, one of them whose brother was gay, and said, you know, should I say something? Should I ask him, etc.? And her friend was like, no, just wait for him to tell you in his own time type thing. And so... She was not shocked. Um, like I said, she was the only one that had kind of maybe thought. Um, so she had mentioned something like a couple of months before that, like talking about settling down and I want to have a family, that type of thing. And I kind of just brushed it off. Um, I think she was trying to hint at it back then, just trying to ask or open the door for me to say something. So um, did a FaceTime call with her. It was fun. No, like I said, no big issues. Um, but then I had to go tell my mother. So um, this was the, by the point that the entire country was in lockdown due to the um, pandemic with the coronavirus. And um, I was pretty much just at home. I wasn't working. Um, little work I was doing, I was doing from home. Um, and so I made a trip up to see my mom. I hadn't been home in a while, uh, just because got busy and stuff, and usually, you know, I would go up mostly during the summertime when I wasn't working. Um, so I drove up to see her. We made plans to have lunch. Um, the place we were going to eat, obviously, was closed to the pandemic, so I was like, I'll just pick up food, and we can meet and talk, so, or we'll meet for lunch, or whatever, just because I hadn't seen her. So we went for lunch. Um, it was a Friday. It was actually Good Friday. Um, and we had lunch. And then we got in the car and went somewhere. I thought maybe it would be easier to tell in the car. So we got in the car and we were driving somewhere to check something out. Um, and then, of course, I didn't say anything. I just drove and we chatted about other stuff. And got back to the house and I was getting ready to leave and come back home and I kind of just told her there was something I need to tell her. And she starts kind of panicking. She's like, what's wrong? You know, what's what's up? What, you know, getting really worried. And I was like, nothing's, you know, nothing's wrong. I just need to tell you something. And so she, again, like I said, was getting worked up, was panicking a little bit. 
Um, I asked her if she wanted to sit down, and she said, no, just tell me, just tell me. And so I kind of just said, I, um, I'm gay, and I'm actually seeing someone. Um, so there was a long, awkward pause uh, for about a minute or so, and I think she probably wanted to cry um, and didn't. Um, and she just kind of just looked like she, almost like she was going to pass out for a second. Um, so after about that kind of weird, awkward pause, I was like, okay, what are you thinking? What, you know, and she's like, well, I guess I have lots of questions. I said, okay, um, what kind of questions? And she's, um, said, well, obviously... Um, I guess my first concern is, you know, if you're going to, you know, go to hell. And so I was prepared for the religion conversation to come up and I had some kind of evidence. Um, a friend of mine who I had met who was gay had, you know, given me some, some articles and things that he had read. Um, his family was also very religious. Some things that he had come across, he shared with me, um, And so I told her, I was like, listen, um, there's, you know, the scriptures in the Bible that talk about being homosexual um, are usually taken out of context. Um, I said, I have a whole article or I have a YouTube video you can watch where someone kind of explains kind of how to understand the scripture and in context of um, when they're written and the situation, etc. I said, I personally am not sure if it's a sin. Um, but even if it is, I have, um, you know, my faith that God I believe in is a God of forgiveness. And if he can forgive me for lying or forgive people for, um, other things, then he can also forgive me of this. Because if it is a sin, sin is sin. It doesn't matter, you know, what, to what extent, you know, there are no sins that are worse than others, etc. And so I said, so that's just how I believe, and I said, so I'll be happy to share those things with you, and I guess you usually have to think about what kind of God you believe in, I guess is what I told her, um, I said, we can have this conversation, it's a much deeper, longer conversation, and we can have that conversation, I just don't know that we have time for that today, and so, she's okay, and I was like, what else, and she said, well, I guess I'm worried about you losing your job, and that one kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> I'd expected the religion part, um, but the losing your job thing just really, really caught me off guard. And I was just kind of stood there and looked at her and I was like, what? And she's like, well, I mean, if you're gay, are you going to get fired? <laughs> and I was so caught off guard, I didn't even know what to say. Um, my mother is not an idiot. But this just kind of goes to show you that, you know, this small town I live in um, really kind of still like a 1950s mindset. And I said that, I said, what are you talking about? I was like, this isn't the 1950s. Um, I said, I actually work with lots of openly gay principals and teachers, and I'm not going to lose my job because I'm gay, first of all. And I said, second of all, 
it's really no one's business at work. I'm not planning on telling anybody, etc. So it's really none of their business. Um, so it, that's a moot point. It doesn't matter. And so then I was like, what else are you worried about? And then she said, well, I'm worried that you're going to, are, are you going to get AIDS or whatever? And I, again, that kind of caught me off guard. Um, I guess that's a, an honest kind of fear, I guess, to have. But I just wasn't prepared for that and expecting that either. And I said, well, um, not planning on it. Um, I told her there's actually, you know, drugs now that one um, you can take that keep you from kind of getting AIDS. Um, they kind of protect you from HIV. Um, I said, there's also drugs that if you have AIDS or HIV that you can take and they, you know, keep you healthy and keep you from transmitting it, et cetera. Um, and she's like, well, are you on these drugs? And I said, no, and there's no reason for me to be. And I'm with, you know, one person, I didn't tell her that part, but I just said, there's no reason for me to be. Um, and so she just kind of got quiet again. Um, and so then I was like, what else do you need to know? Or what else do you want to, you know, whatever. And she said, well, I just, you know, I'm just, you know, start talking about specific people that if they find out, blah, 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 blah. And so at that point it was more her worrying about people finding out. And so I told her, you know, here's the deal. I'm not planning on telling anybody, um, here, um, so a few people know in Knoxville, whoops, I just told you where I lived. Um, a few people know <laughs> where I live, um, but I'm not really planning on telling a bunch of people. It's really none of their business. And so she kind of um, got quiet again. And then I said that, you know, I'm just going to be leaving, that my sister did know. And then if she wanted to call and talk to her about it, she could. Um, they could talk to each other. My sister knew I was going, so she was kind of prepared in case my mom called. Um, I told her I was going to head back home. And I told her, you know, I said, you know, I usually let you know when I get back home. I said, but I won't call you. I said, I'll give you some space. And you just let me know when you're ready to talk. Um, kind of left it open. And kind of put it on her. And she said, no, go ahead and let me know when you get back. Um, just like you normally would or something like that. So I said, okay. Um, and that's how we kind of left it. Um, I drove back home. And I did call her and let her know I was back. Or texted her one or the other. I can't remember. Um, and that's how we left it. And we um, really never spoke of that. Um, <laughs> that fateful day. Again, um, so that was in, like I said, April of 2020. Um, I talked to my mom about once or twice a week. Uh, I used to talk to her more, um, about once or twice a week, and we never mentioned um, anything about my lifestyle. We never mentioned um, any of that. Um, she has brought it up one other time. Um, she brought it up... Um, some June or July, and just brought up the whole religion thing again, and was like, "Are you sure about this? The Bible says, you know, you should be a man and a woman, yada yada yada." And um, I said, "I was sure." I said, "You know, that's just how it is." Um, I said, "And you know, I have these articles and stuff that you can read about, you know, the pieces of scripture that are, 
used to kind of condemn homosexuality. And so I said, I can send it to you if you want. And she said, that would be fun. So I sent her an article and it was like 15, 20 pages. It was kind of somebody's like kind of thesis thing about, you know, these pieces of scripture. And then the other thing I sent her was a kind of teaching, a kind of speech or whatever from um, this young guy who was at like seminary or something um, who was presenting to like a United Methodist church somewhere um, and they'd recorded this. And so I sent her both and I said, hey, if you want to read this, it kind of goes into detail or whatever. I said, you can also just watch this video if you want. It was about an hour, you know, 50 minutes, I guess. So I gave her the option, um, sent it to her, never heard anything again, never, she never brought it up, never said anything, um, and still, uh, to this day, now, you know, year and a half, well, yeah, year and a half or so later, um, still have not talked about it, um, kind of just leave that out there, um, and don't address it, um, and, I'm okay with that, ultimately. Um, I know some people would be struggling with that. Our relationship is still fine. Um, like I said, I still talk to her a couple times a week. A little less than probably I used to. Um, we are fine. Um, she did not tell me she loved me for a while. Um, whether she intentionally did that or not, um, it was... Uh, several months before she had said that in like a conversation. Um, it was actually, uh, Christmas time, um, that she finally said that to me. Um, which we weren't ever really a family that said that a lot necessarily. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess after conversations, you know, and stuff, she'd say, I love you. Um, but we're overly affectionate. So, um, but it was something that I noticed that she didn't say for a long time. So, like I said, it was several months before she she mentioned it or she said it. Um, and I just, you know, I do remember that. I don't think she's said it much since then. Uh, maybe that was just a kind of Freudian slip uh, back in December. Um, but it is what it is. Um, there's obviously parts of my life that I don't get to talk to her about. Um I go on trips with uh, my partner now. Um, we do lots of things together. And, you know, I say, hey, yeah, I'm going to so-and-so for a few days or whatever. And that's all I say. And I don't really, um, you know, get to embellish about the things I did, the things I saw, or the fun things. Um, just because I know that she really doesn't want to hear it. Um, yeah, so that was kind of... The last kind of big person I told, I did not really want to tell anybody else. I do not like having to tell people um, that I'm gay. So I try to limit that as much as possible. Um, so again, I told my mom and my sister in April. Um, I told one of my very best friends um, from back home who also now lives in the city that I'm in. And we're still very close. Um, I go to church with her and her husband um you know every sunday um i had lunch with her in may of 2020 and kind of just dropped it on her um again she was also really shocked and just took a 
If you miss the sinking in, she's obviously, I don't care. I'm very happy for you, etc. Um, so everybody that I've told or knows has been very supportive. Um, like I said, I got tired of telling people. Um, I didn't really um, like having that conversation because it's just kind of awkward. Like, how do you bring that up um, just out of the blue? How do you tell that to somebody? Um, yeah, it's just a weird thing to have to do. So I just don't do it. I actually joked with my sister and told her I was just going to record myself doing it one more time and then just have a video that I sent people. I was like, hey, here, watch this and call me afterwards or whatever, which I didn't do. But um, I did have to tell one of my good friends from home, from church. Um, she was coming through town and was going to be staying at my house. And so the night before she came down, I called her and was like, hey, I got something I have to tell you. And so... Kind of just told her over the phone. She was obviously really happy and everything. And um, like I said, everyone's been very supportive. Minus my mother, <laughs> who I just think has a lot to work through and doesn't know how to, to deal and cope with that. So, um, and like I said, I don't I don't blame her for that at all. Um, my sister wanted me to tell a few other people from home that we're close to. And I was just like, you know what? I don't really want to, but if you want to tell them, you can. So she told uh, one or two people. Um, so really right now the full list of my friends and family who know about me. Um, it's probably up to maybe about 20, 25 at max. Um, a couple of people found out on accident uh, just because certain situations or whatever. But um, like I said, everyone's been really supportive. Um, no big issues other than just the fact that it really sucks having to, having to do that, having to come out to people, having to tell them, um, to this day, no one at work knows. Um, again, it's easy to kind of keep my work life and, um, private life separate, I guess. Um, I am friends with people on Facebook, obviously from work. Um, I don't really post anything on Facebook. I didn't. You know, my status on Facebook is just not there. Um, like, you know, not single, no in, uh, interested in peace. I just don't have that on my Facebook. It's not there. Um, but people do, do know that I travel a lot, and I do post travel pictures on uh, Facebook. It's really the only thing I use it for. And so people are always asking, you're like, oh, you're going by yourself, blah, blah, blah. And so I don't. Uh, tell them that I'm traveling with my partner. I just say, yeah, I'm going by myself. Um, and just, I think that's easier for me um, to deal with that, I guess. Um, the good news is that I am on the same page with my partner. He is not about really kind of broadcasting his personal life. Um, more on him later. Uh, there's reasons behind that, but he has a couple really close friends that know, and, you know, we hang out with them some, um, and that's fine, but really he doesn't broadcast it. He ended up telling a few people at work, um, in the last two years since we got together. Um, so it's nice that we're on the same page, that it's not a huge deal for either one of us to kind of still just kind of keep that private. Um, I think that's important that you're on the same page. Um, one of his friends, um, is also kind of private about it, but is in a relationship with someone and their personal relationship is kind of the complete opposite and does want to tell people 
and does want to be out there. And um, I think that puts a little bit of a strain on their relationship at times because one of them is open, one of them is not. And so it does make it easier that me and my partner are on the same page um, and, you know, we're okay with each other not fully exposing ourselves to everyone in our lives kind of thing. So, yeah, that's all for this episode, I guess. Keep it under 30 minutes. But kind of just wanted to share kind of my journey of actually making that decision to come out. Again, had I not met my partner, um, I had no intention of ever really having to do that. I was fine not doing that. Um, I am, again, obviously not out, not broadcasting it to the world. Um, You won't catch me at some, you know, gay pride parade marching down the street waving my flag. And no judgment on those people, obviously. Um, I am happy that they feel that freedom to be able to, you know, fly that flag, literally. Um, It's just not something that I'm into doing right now. And maybe that'll change. Uh, Maybe that'll be changed as I become more comfortable. I mean, it's even hard for me to kind of even say that I'm gay as I'm recording this podcast. I'm talking to myself and no one's probably going to hear it. Um, But it's still, it's hard for me to say that. And, um... I guess to really truly be comfortable in my skin means I would really own it completely. Um, And I've not been able to do that yet. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. I guess I admire those people who do kind of own who they are, who are able to be out there and aren't afraid or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard. Um, So if you're listening to this by chance and... You know, you haven't come out. Um, I'm not going to be the one that says, oh, you must do it. You have to do it. You need to do that for yourself. No, I'm not going to say that. I think you need to do what you need to do for whatever you want to do for yourself. That's up to you. Um, You know, I am glad that some of my close friends know uh, that I'm gay and have a partner because we're able to do stuff together. Um, We're able to go to dinner and stuff and talk about things and so that's nice but again on the other hand I'm not ready for the whole world to know I'm not ready for people I work with or things like that I'm not ready for that so I kind of live in the middle um you know at home I guess I'm out of the closet but at work definitely still very much in so so if you're kind of contemplating you know should I come out what do I want to do just got you gotta think about it maybe you know pick just one or two friends close friends um, that you can come out to. Um, My experience was pretty positive. Like I said, everyone was kind of caught off guard except for my sister. All of them were very supportive. Um, I haven't lost anyone um, in my circle of friends. No one's, you know, cut me out of their life. Um, I don't anticipate anybody else, if you're asking right now, to make a list um, of people that would cut me out when I told them that I was gay. I don't think anyone would. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It's just a risk I guess you got to take sometime when you're ready for it. So thanks for listening. If anyone is even listening, appreciate it. Maybe some of my story will help you along the way. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, there's my coming out story. <laughs>